What's going on, guys? Jeremy Valladolid is day number three, consecutive day number three that we are recording this podcast. And I wanted to, first of all, just say thank you to you guys that have reached out, that have seen and heard the podcast, that have, first of all, seen it and then clicked on it to hear it. But I wanted to tell you guys thank you because it means a lot to me that you um, give me your feedback. Um, today, we're talking about do no harm. So maybe I have talked about this before, <clears throat> but... My buddy called me today and I was like, hey, what's going on, dude? And he was like, hey, what what sparked it? And I was like, what do you mean? He's like, what sparked you getting on the podcast again? He's not, He said, uh, I know I've encouraged you before to continue doing it because it's been super helpful and there's been some good tidbits in there that we can steal from it. But um, I said, look, dude, I just I'm on the grind like uh, there is no security blanket. And I said, I am the security blanket. And I've talked about this before in other podcasts, but if you haven't heard it, this is all brand new to you. But I want to talk to you guys about first doing no harm. Um, today, um, I, I want to share with you guys uh, a little bit about the Hippocratic Oath. Uh, the Hippocratic Oath is an oath historically taken by physicians, and it's one of the most widely known Greek medical texts. In its original form, it would require a new physician to swear by a number of healing gods to uphold specific ethical standards. The oath is one of the earliest expressions of medical ethics. And today in the West, in the United States, it serves as pretty much like a rite of passage for most medical professionals, right? Um, for most gra most medical professionals in almost, almost every country, right? And what is this Hippocratic oath? It's basically an oath where people are swearing to to, you know, be confidential to, it's like a non-maleficence, uh, maleficence oath of where they're not going to try to harm people. It's about understanding that the first responsibility of a medic is to do no harm. So I am a pastor of a church. For those of you guys that might not know, I do not always necessarily act like your stereotypical pastor of a church. Um, I'd like to, I'd like to say that I hang out with people that Jesus would have hung out with, right? Um, and if you were to look at the circle of my friends, not all of them, but some of my friends aren't necessarily the, um, not that I am, uh, are not necessarily the uh, standard for morals and ethics and reputation and language and everything else like that. But I'm trying to live my life, I'm trying to live my life. Um, I'm trying to be a friend. I'm trying to reach out. I'm trying to be an example to live out my faith in front of people. <clears throat> when I think of myself as a pastor, I'm sorry about that. I think about the calling. I think about the things that I hated most about pastors when I was a child. Like I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you guys this story. When I was in seminary, they asked me like, what do you, why, why are you in seminary? I said, I don't know yet. I said, I just know that I want to know more. I want to learn more. I want to grow more. And I just know that I don't want to be a pastor. And one of my instructors in seminary, he said, what do you mean by that? I said, I hate pastors. And he was like, okay, go on. I said, they're just, they're all hypocrites. Like they say one thing and they do another. And one of the things that I have tried to do my best at is be that example, is let people know that I'm here for a reason. I'm not here to get something from you. I'm not here to take advantage of you. I'm not here to, to see what I can, can use you for. Uh, I want to give more than I want to receive. And that, that simple oath, if we look at it from like the, um, 
from the medical standpoint, we can we can see that there's so much good to be taken from that oath. Like if we as human beings took this oath serious in, in every aspect of our life, like I sell a health product. Um, I don't want my health product in somebody's hands that it could harm. There's very few people that cannot drink my health product, but there's there's a, a, a small pocket of people, type one diabetics, uncontrolled, produce no insulin. These people, they could be harmed by my product. I don't want these people drinking my product. We have to realize in every aspect of what we are that our job is to do no harm, right? If you look at yourself as a mother or as a father, right? If you look at yourself as an uncle or, or an aunt, if you look at yourself as a brother or a sister, um, shoot, aren't we supposed to be watching out for one another? Aren't we supposed to be taking care of each other? Aren't we supposed to be getting each other's backs? Like if you call yourself a friend to somebody, like, are you really going to stand there or sit there while somebody else bashes them or talks bad about them? Um, and what if we could adopt this code, this first do no harm, um, to every single aspect of our life, the podcast, um, I shared with my friend today, I said, Oh, and a different friend texted me today. He heard the podcast too. And he was like, Hey, like, what's going on? How's everything going? We're talking. And he said, how's the church going? I said, it's going well, man. I said, sadly, we've lost people that have left, but it's like, they wanted me to kind of give in on the sin of their choice because we all sin, right? Like we all do things that are wrong, but they wanted me to kind of like ease up on like their sin of choice. And I was like, I can't do that as a, as a, as a, as a pastor. Like my job is to tell you the truth. There's a verse in the book of John and I'm not trying to get biblical on you guys today. Not, not on this podcast. I will on other ones. Um, and, and the Bible says that Jesus was full of grace, yet he was full of truth. And that's one of the things that we have to, we have to take to heart. Like we can be full of truth and give no grace and we can totally bash people and people will think we're jerks. That's the nicest word I can think of right now. Let's just think we're jerks. And you know what? Sadly, a lot of Christians have given that reputation to other Christians. Like I have atheist friends that I try to reach out to and they're like, yeah, well, all you Christians are the same. And then they say, they give me the examples of different things, different Christians, right? Um, how can we be people of action? Yet people who want to do no harm. Well, when our intentions are super clear, when we tell people like, this is who I am, this is what I'm about, this is why I do what I do, we'll stop living for just our passions. Um, one of the things that many people struggle to, to get to the place of understanding um, is in this part of like, when you help other people reach their goals, you inadvertently or unintentionally or unsuspectedly accomplish your goals, you know, um, when you are doing no harm, when you are loving on people, when you are helping people, when you are being a person of integrity, right? This is going to transfer to who and how people see you as an individual. I'll give you an example. My circle, my cycling friends, they all know I sell a health product. They all know where I've come from physically, from what I've gone through to where I'm at now. They all know my level of cycling. They know that I'm not just trying to sell them a product. I really want to see people do better. And and funny thing is, I was going through my phone and I there's you know there's been a number of people that have drank my product and stopped. People that started promoting it and people that stopped. 
And I started going through pictures and I was looking at pictures and I was looking at pictures of then when people were in that circle, in our circle and where they're at now. I'm not saying that they're in bad circles. I'm just saying that they're in a different circle and you can tell a huge difference in somebody's person. So what do people get when they come into our circles? And this is what I kind of want to start wrapping up with. What do people get when they are in our circle? You know, there's that saying, you're, you'll be the sum of the five people that you associate the most with. Who do you associate with? And what do they become because of hanging out with you? You know, do, do they become people of integrity? Do they become people of faith? Do they become people of commitment and passion and family and dedication? You know, like I, I recently heard a few stories of people that have, um, I guess, opened the door to be unfaithful in their marriages and in their relationships. And it's just like, man, like we have to be people that value these things. Um, the fabric of our society is made up by the family, you know, as a father, as a husband, first do no harm, as a pastor, first do no harm, as a friend, first do no harm, as a brother, first do no harm, as an uncle, first do no harm, as a aunt, first do no harm. And I'm just giving you the mails because of myself, but let's be these people that do no harm. Let's be these people that when people come into our circle, they leave there better. And at the end of the day, isn't that what we all want to see in other people? I believe so. That's what I want to do. Today's podcast, first, do no harm, the Hippocratic Oath. I've talked about it before. Leave people better. You're the sum of the five people that you hang around with the most. Do no evil. Remember who you are. You guys have a great one. God bless. Bye.